3: I am all in
0: I I am all in with Scott Patterson and iHeartRadio Podcast
3: everybody scott patterson i am all in podcast iHeartRadio, heart Radio, 111 productions one-on-one interview with the one the only daniel cash from salisbury england the identifier would be stonehenge that's where he grew he grew up in the the mean streets of stonehenge um <laughs> daniel is a tiktoker is that what you call yourself a tiktoker
2: well I feel th- I there's a certain stigma attached to that, but maybe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you're, but you're uh, featured on TikTok, correct? This is the medium, yeah. the platform that that you're using, okay? Um, yeah. And you're a bit of a Gilmore fanatic. You rank the Gilmore characters. You give your um, opinions on the characters. So, um, and so, uh, tell us about this Gilmore fascination and, and why you think the show is so annoying
2: <laughs> I know I did I did a video saying I found the, I thought the show was very annoying but I loved it dearly um <laughs> <laughs> I actually first watched it um it was only a few years ago that I watched it for the first time um so I came to it quite late I'd seen like the odd episode um as it was shown on TV um and I just immediately became obsessed and i think a lot of people do um partly because of stars hollow and you know everything that the feel of it and everything it represents which is community and you know just a lovely place to live um but the character i have some strong opinions about the characters Um, let's hear them who's your
3: your favorite character who's your most who, 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 who annoys you the most actually let's start with that
2: who annoys me the most on a on a base level, I would have to say Taylor Dozy. Um,
3: <laughs> why? Tell tell us why.
2: I just feel like he's especially in the early in the earlier seasons. He comes on screen, and I I just want to turn away. I <laughs> I find he he wants to make everybody's life a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I feel. He he, his heart might be in the right place, but he can't allow that to kind of come through to the forefront. He has to just try and annoy everyone that little bit too much. that's what I But in small
3: him. town UK, do you not have this prototypical type of character in each small town in the UK? Cause we
2: oh, so many, right. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gotta be right. It's gotta be. I think that's the thing. I think, I think part of, um, with the Gilmore Girls and the characters, is that there is so much real stuff about all of the characters? And with Taylor, everyone knows a Taylor Dozy. Everyone has that person in their lives who you're like, do you know what? Just leave me alone for five minutes.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, who's 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 next on your list of annoying characters? Who's who's comes in second place?
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm having to rank them now. Um, I will say, I do. I love her. Obviously we all love her. She is the icon of our hearts, but Lorelai Gilmore can be so frustrating sometimes.
3: (laughs) Tell us, tell us why. Why do you think?
2: I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know that there's the, the relationship with her mother is difficult. Um, and I get that. I feel like sometimes you can see that Emily is coming from a good place. She like not often, start there but sometimes you can see that she's really trying in her own emily gilmore way and lorelei just never kind of allows her in to that degree of you know to understand her um and sometimes it's just like you want to kind of reach through the screen and say lorelei come on now she's trying just give her this one this one moment Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. so when you're watching the show okay are there any parts of the show now that you know it a little better, that you just skip over, if you're re-watching. I never skip. You never skip.
2: Okay. There's, there are bits that the one, the one part of the show that I feel is skippable is too big to skip, and it's when Lorelai and Rory do not talk.
3: <laughs> there's some right. I I understand, but there's some good episodes in there because we just went oh, over yeah. them. Yeah, there's some great episodes, and I know a lot of fans aren't crazy about season six, but I'm kind of enjoying the ride so far. So, what's your favorite? So, what's your favorite time period of Gilmore Girls? If you were to pick a season,
2: yeah, so difficult. I, I feel like my instinct is to say season one because it's so nostalgic and it's so. Um, you get to know everyone. You get introduced to everyone, and it's such a it's such a lovely time for the show. Um, but also, I'm a huge fan of Jess, so. Mm the when the time period where Jess is introduced I really I really enjoy that because I feel like it's a big dis- disruptor mm-hmm. in the um in the Gilmore Girls game
3: so you like him better than Logan or Dean yes tell me why 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 not Logan
2: not Logan I <clears throat> I feel like it, it might be a bit personal from me but mm-hmm. Logan represents a lot of stuff that I don't like. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also think he represents everything that Lorelai escaped. And when Rory gets with him um, and, you know, the the whole boat incident and there's a lot of stuff and I I kind of, I'm I'm on Lorelai's side, you know, I don't want her to get, he's got this privilege, which means he's untouchable and Rory hasn't got the same privilege. Um, And he kind of gets him into these, these, moments. I just, I just hate that for reasons. <laughs> mm.
3: Right. Don't you feel though that uh, Logan is the male version of Lorelei when Lorelei was detaching herself, disassociating herself from from her family? Logan's having a little more of a difficult time doing that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know that anybody was, I, I think Richard and Emily were pressuring Lorelai to live a certain type of life and go to a certain school and be a certain kind of wife and marry a certain kind of guy, uh, which probably would have been a Logan type guy. Right. So, so don't you f- feel that they're similar characters at different stages of, you know, the calendar?
2: Yeah. I feel like they are similar characters who make some, the big choices they make are opposing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like Lorelai tried to escape it in her rebellion was, you know, trying to get away and trying to be this person who didn't have this background that she wasn't necessarily proud of. Um, whereas I feel like Rory, I feel like um, Logan used that background and used everything around him to get away with a lot of stuff that affected other people. I feel like Lorelei was more, it was more like internal, internalised. And Logan kind of spread his problems to other people and dragged them with him. That's how I think.
3: In my opinion. Okay. And why Jess? Tell me why. Did you always see the potential in Jess? You always thought he was, they got each other on an animal level, on an intellectual level. What was it about Jess?
2: I feel like with Jess, um, he was from a very troubled upbringing. He didn't necessarily have any kind of emotional support. Um, And I also feel like from a romantic, from a romance relationship point of view, I don't feel like he ever saw a healthy loving relationship and therefore he didn't know how to have one himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like with Rory, he, it was a very real thing that you see with people where you know he couldn't open himself up. He couldn't be who he knew he could be just because he had nothing to kind of mirror, mm-hmm. nothing to mimic right. from his own life. And I just feel, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a kind of working class hero kind of situation. Do you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. He didn't have the opportunities that the others did and, If he had them, you know, he could have gone even further than he did.
3: Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. Go to astroproallergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A S T E P R O allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. what are your thoughts on R- Rory? Do you like Rory?
2: I think Rory gets a really hard time I do from a too. lot of the fans. I, do I really too. do. Why do you think that is? <laughs> Why do you think that is? I think it's because, Oh, I don't know what it is. It's because, you know, we love her from the beginning and everyone loves her. And then she makes some bad choices. We all, we all make bad choices. We've all done stuff. We're not proud of. Um, but in the, especially in the reboot, in the in the short films, I feel really sorry for her because you know we're we've all been there, or we're all just one bad, you know, job experience away from being there, and I I just feel like maybe people are a little maybe there's a bit of jealousy of how you know she was so beloved, and then people's reaction to that is to have a polar opposite opinion of it, um, and really focus on the negative rather than.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is,
2: but I, I do. I think she gets a really hard time.
3: I get a hard time for defending her. Sometimes so. the fans, you know, they they write these things, and I don't. I, it's definitely not the majority. It's a very small uh, segment of the the fan base. But uh, I I remember defending her because of her youth. And that we all make those mistakes, and this is how we learn, and it it's a rite of passage for everyone. So I, I never got the vitriol. Um, but anyway, no, I agree. We agree. I agree yeah. Think- um, what about Luke? Let's talk about the most in char- important character in the entire show. Uh, Luke, instantly. Dez- no, I'm kidding. I'm
2: kidding. Luke, we, no. <laughs> I, I often I talk to my friends. So me and my friend, we were talking about this the other day, actually, and how neither neither of us believe that there are many good. Men in Stars Hollow, or in the in the um, in the show, a lot of the men have problems, and when I actually Luke is potentially the only one, um, and Dave as well. We've, we've spoken about that, but Luke is probably the only character, child hiding aside, that is good and is a good man and is a strong man mm-hmm. and provides provides something of worth to Lorelei and Rory, um, you know, and I, so I think actually. Luke, everyone loves Luke. You must know this. Of course, you know this.
3: <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I have a lot of interaction with the fans. I travel a great deal, and it's it's always positive. Yeah, it's he's been well received. That's for sure. Um So, look, we're right now at the beginning of season six, and and Rory is living with Emily and Richard, as you know, in the pool house. Uh uh Would you like, Daniel, to be living under Emily and Richard's roof? Would you enjoy that?
2: Food would be good.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, that's one aspect I would enjoy as well.
2: That's it. Um, Dinner. dinner? Yeah, exactly. Every Friday night. (laughs) Um, But what I do, what I think is very accurate, um, and I'm I'm a parent myself, is... The relationship that parents have with their children is very different to the relationship they have with their grandchildren. And even though Emily is Emily, she will always be Emily, she her relationship with Rory actually is, you know, it has its moments, but it seems like, you know, Rory, you can see why Rory doesn't fully understand Lorelei's experience, because Rory's been so cushioned from how Emily and Richard respond to her. So I think if I was Rory, it you know it'd have its downsides, but it wouldn't be too bad.
3: Right. Okay. Um, let me ask you this: Do you think Rory's punishment for stealing the yacht, three hundred hours of community service, is deserved? Do you think it was too much of a sentence, too light of a sentence? What do you think?
2: I'd say it's pretty about right because, you know, we we as a viewer who who see the whole situation Mm
3: -hmm. um
2: you know we know what happened but obviously the people that are dishing out these sentences get certain sides of the story um and you know I think it as in terms of character development in terms of you know shaping a person you know there had to be some kind of punishment because you know she'd never done anything wrong before so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it made sense whether it was right or wrong. <laughs> right, right.
3: Would you want a mother like Emily Gilmore?
2: Absolutely not, no. No. No, I know it's hard because you think of the money and you think of the lifestyle. F- and food. The food and the cocktails. The parties. Um, yeah. But there's a big sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, okay, yeah, maybe I do. <laughs> uh, no, of course not. I think um, the sacrifices you make to have that lifestyle when that person... And I think Emily's aware of it, isn't she? Because I think at one point she says about how she, you know, this is her life. This is all she is. Is this mm-hmm. is this woman who keeps a house and fires the cleaners and fires the cooks, and you know, that's just oh, her. Maybe, um, right. <laughs> but she's never had, you know, because of her, she's been brought up in this world, so she's oh, never had gosh. that experience. And I think that's where the big breakdown between Hammond and Lorelei is, isn't it? Is maybe. Mm. um
3: so let's talk paris you think she's unhinged or uh, do you think that makes her more relatable
2: i think paris at the beginning is extremely unrelatable to most of us Mm -hmm. and i think that's why she was like so irritating and like i think people i think people have a massive shift with paris because at the beginning it's such a i think with with comedy programs especially there's a risk that some characters become caricatures and I feel like Paris was started off as a caricature and then as she develops and grows um you know you kind of you feel sorry for her and you mm-hmm. you see parts of you know if Lorelei had stayed in the situation she was would she have been more of a Paris and right you know I love Paris I think most people love Paris by the end mm-hmm. um you think she's a good friend I think she's a friend in the only way she knows how. I think it's similar to Jess. You know, I don't think she's ever right. seen a relationship that is normal or strong or stable and therefore trying to have those relationships herself. I think she struggles. I think it's a similar, similar to Jess, maybe. Uh,
3: right. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. And yet they hate each other. Right. And there was always friction between the two of those characters. Always. Um, what's your favorite episode? Do you have one?
2: I don't know if i have a favorite episode but i have a favorite moment and i don't hear many people talk about it um but my favorite moment oh you haven't got there the, the yet though because it's in the final season
3: Can't? well then we can't talk about it
2: sorry
3: um, no go ahead uh, it's okay
2: go ahead i mean you we were wanted, there when I, <laughs> I mean yeah
3: but i go ahead let's let's hear it I, i'm actually very really curious to hear it
2: um so it's it's in one of the last episodes and Lorelai there's a karaoke night um, and obviously Miss Patty and Babette take up most of the night but then Lorelai gets on stage and sings I will always love you
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then in you walk um, mm. <laughs> Luke enters and I just think it, that the first time I watched it it made me really emotional because um, not only is it you know Lorelai expressing her feelings but I feel there's a real vulnerable thing in, in singing in mm-hmm. the public place and then especially singing something Meaningful to the person that you love, do you know what I mean? So, and I don't I know, I don't hear many people talk about, about it as a moment, but I absolutely just, mm-hmm. I love that moment for Lorelei.
3: Who do you think Rory should end up with? You think she should
2: end up with Jess? No, because I think, I don't think she's right for Jess. I think Jess would be really good for Rory. Mm. I don't think Rory would be very good for Jess. Uh, <laughs> and I love Jess, he's one of my favorites. So, um, I think. I think none of the above, but if I had to choose one of the three, I think it does make sense that she would end up with somebody like Logan, but I wouldn't know. I do too. too.
3: But the question I ask myself, if she gets together with Logan, it works out, they get married, they have children, so ten years hence, right? Logan's running the newspaper empire. The question that I ask is, does, since his his father is a philanderer. Does Logan become a philanderer? Do you trust Logan at 31, 32 years old with three kids and Rory and they've been married, you know, eight years? Do you trust him to stay faithful?
2: Well, I don't know if I trust Rory either. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's the
3: biggest statement of the interview. Tell <laughs> us, expand on that.
2: Well, I mean, I just think that I thought of Rory it's very astute and i feel like in a situation in a relationship in any situation i feel like she would perhaps be ahead of ahead of the game i think she might um you know get i don't know if she'd get there first but i think she definitely would be aware and maybe she wouldn't tell tell him that she knew but i think i do feel like she would i don't know i I, and past you know past experiences i know when she you know was with dean it was very she was very young um Mm -hmm. but i do think that she's not she's not the most loyal um of people necessarily so maybe there's something that there that makes them a good match
3: (laughs) very interesting ah summer the best time of the year usually it doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices Okay, so uh, let's talk Oasis. You an Oasis fan?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Are they getting back together?
2: I don't. They're never going to get back together, are they? Uh, no, they're not going to get back together. <laughs> there's too much there. I mean, it would be a massive huh. cash grab. Imagine how much money they'd make. <laughs> right. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, there's it's a family. Do, do you,
3: right. Do you believe that Noel is waiting on Liam's team to call him and to make the deal? Or do you just think Noel doesn't want to do it?
2: I don't don't think he wants to do it. I can't see it ever. There's too much bad blood in his family, and there's all eyes on them. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't. No, I can't see that happening. I mean, we'd all love it. It would be amazing. We'd all be like,
3: What's the perception in the UK of the two brothers? Who's the most beloved? Who's the is anyone hated in, in, in between them two or is it just everybody loves both of them and they want the brothers to make
2: up, kiss and make up and get back together? I think Oh, what's the perception? I think everyone has has a has made a choice. I think you have team uh-huh. team Noel or Team Liam. Um gotcha. and but yeah, I mean, everyone everyone would want them to come together. Um, but I don't think anyone is, is thinking that that's ever going to happen.
3: You know, they don't really need to because Liam tours. He's got very successful albums. And he plays a lot of Oasis songs live with his band when he tours. So you're still getting the voice, right? It's not like yes. Noel doing the songs and singing the Liam part. Although he does sing, you know, a little bit when he was with Oasis, but uh, certain songs,
2: yeah, um, you get a you get a taste, right? There are some very good tribute bands. <laughs> you have, have to settle if, for, settle for tribute.
3: Isn't it, isn't it ironic that Liam is in the leading Oasis tribute band in the world?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you could say that.
3: <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, it was great <clears throat> meeting you and talking to you and and getting your take on this show you're very welcome means so much so much to so many people uh continues to 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 gain audience share uh as 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 they become uh you know they, i mean i do conventions i get seven-year-olds coming up to me uh, running autographs and uh dressed up as the character it's bizarre you know it's and amazing so though.
2: These, it really is because these shows especially when you've got parents who have watched them and you know they're they're easy to pass on to your kids mm-hmm. because they're right. they're harmless. They have some lovely themes, right. and you know it's a, it's a nice thing to share, isn't it? When you can share something you love with your kids, and Gilmore Girls is a prime example of something like that. Especially now, it's October,
3: mm-hmm. perfect
2: time of year for it.
3: It's it's yeah, it's it's a big Gilmore celebration all over the all over the world right now. Ah, uh, all right, so you can check out Dan on his with his TikTok videos uh, at at Dan cashio d-a-n-c-a-s-h-i-o at dan cashio daniel cash it's been a
2: pleasure good luck with everything right. thank you so much Scott.
3: thank you for your time <laughs> and we will see you down the road hopefully okay yeah take care of yourself you. dan thanks for coming you on. too all,
2: all right, right thank you
3: take care Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iheartradio.com.
0: All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way?